Hello, everyone. I am Marvin Fan for Fantline, and blessings to you for checking out today's podcast. You know, um, recently, I had a discussion with a white friend of mine, and <clears throat> excuse me, it had to do with racism. Now, he was under the impression that if I was quiet. If I didn't bring up the subject of racism, then it wouldn't be an issue. And he actually thought this. I mean, he truly in his heart thought this. And then I had begun to understand that many other well-meaning white people have this thought process. That if you don't bring it up, then it doesn't exist. I was shocked to hear him say this and sad that he lives in a this bubble, this bubble that racism doesn't exist. And I'm here to say it does. It's not going away anytime soon. And just because we don't bring it up, <clears throat> not, to, not to say that it doesn't exist. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples that this still exists. It's not going away. There was a... <clears throat> there was a white school teacher this past week and I guess the um, there was a five-year-old black child, a boy, and like any kid, may have been disruptive in the class. It really didn't. the The, the article that I read it really didn't say that he was being disruptive, but that he was being punished. And this five-year-old child was made to clean poop out of a toilet bowl with his bare hands. He was made to clean poop out of a toilet bowl with his bare hands. I find that appalling, I find that offensive, and and I would come to think that anybody whose child was made to clean poop out of a toilet or handle poop whatsoever as punishment would get downright irate. And it got to the point where the teacher was getting death threats. And the police department suggested that she leave the state high. But again, that's one of those situations, another situation now that racism still exists. I know some of you may say, well, um, who's to say that she's not racist? She could have done that with a black child. I mean, excuse me, a white child. Maybe. But why is it that every time something like this pops up, 
it's always with a black child. It's always with a black person. It's always with a black male. It's always with a black woman. Why is that? <clears throat> and the, the total disrespect, the total disrespect that this child was made to clean a toilet. Five years old. Five years old now. I would have been irate and I would have been ready to hurt that teacher. <clears throat> you want more? I'll give you more. There's another one. Oh, within within this past week now, I'll give you another one. And this one I'll, I'll read from an article. This is from uh, TMZ. It says, black child ordered to kneel and apologize to white headmaster. <clears throat> the headmaster of a Long Island Catholic school reportedly made a black 11-year-old student kneel and give him an apology. An English teacher at the St. Martin de Porres Marinas School reportedly caught sixth grader Trayson Paul working on the wrong assignment in English class. This according to New York Daily News. The teacher reportedly ripped up his paper and sent him to the headmaster's office. Enter headmaster John Holian, <clears throat> who allegedly told Trayson to get on his knees and confess his wrongdoings. Holian reportedly said he ordered the child to kneel because the father of a Nigerian student said, it's the African way of apologizing. The boy's mother, Trisha Paul says, her son was humiliated and feared he would be punished, and he feared he was punished more harshly because of his race. Paul told the Daily News once he started men mentioning this African family, and that's when it just clicked, like, this is not normal procedure. I felt there was no relevance at all. <clears throat> is he generalizing that everyone who is black is African? That's when I realized something is not right with this situation. Holian, who is reportedly on temporary leave as the school investigates, um, was reached out to, but he said he would not comment on the situation. <clears throat> Now that's just that's just another situation, another example that racism <laughs> racism is not going away anytime soon. And then we have the situation with um, Chinese immigrants, Chinese people being or Asian people, excuse me, Asian people being um, humiliated and targeted with racist taunts or racist violence. Now, this all begun and started during um, former President Trump's campaign, or he, will, he would like to say concerning the coronavirus, he would call it the um, Chinese virus or the Asian virus. Now, reportedly within the past year, attacks and violence and racism, so to speak, has um, risen at a tremendous pace towards Asian Americans. 
<clears throat> but again, uh, we have so many people who will say, well, racism isn't a problem. I beg to differ on that. I truly do. I beg to differ on that. I'd like to say this, that racism is a stronghold. It's a force of the devil. And the only way we're going to nip this in the bud is that we keep talking about it, that we keep bringing up this subject, this vile, offensive subject. We can't just keep sweeping it under the rug. We can't keep acting like it doesn't exist. And I'm speaking to those who live in this, this, this bubble, this bubble that they feel that Racism doesn't exist. We have to hit this hard and keep at it. And whether someone says they're getting tired of hearing about it, no. That's when we have to keep at it even harder. Because evidently, they're not getting the message. Evidently, it's not sinking in. So that's why we have to keep bringing this up over and over and over again until we get it right. And which leads me to this. Conspiracy theories. Too many people are getting conspiracy theories scared. Everything that's going on right now is rooted in Bible prophecies. There's a lot of theories being put out and a lot of what's um, being said centers on government mistrust and all that is said is valid to a point and makes you rethink things. But the key is not just the government, but the governments of this world. All of this is biblical. The ground, so to speak, must be broken for events prophesied in the Bible to take place. And most notably, a one world order, meaning the Antichrist. He'll be the one who, after much chaos and anarchy throughout the world, will bring peace and unity to the masses, and in turn, he will be proclaimed as a true world leader. But that leadership will be false. The Bible says the very elect will be deceived. Well, that's already happening because of the many ministers who choose to blindly support or chose to blindly support former President Trump in spite of his lack of morality. And no, it's nothing to do with being a Democrat or Republican. It's simply a thing of being morally right or wrong. Yes, all of these things happening is a, is a setup for things to come. It's preparation. It's conditioning. And all I can say is be not dismayed, be not afraid, because situations scientifically or accelerate at a record pace in conjunction with prophecy, hence a vaccine being made quickly. And overall, we need to do or trust in God instead of men. And realistically, we must be cognizant of what's going on. And regardless if we call what's going on a pandemic or not, the bottom line is that people are dying and getting sick worldwide. The mistake is that we keep acknowledging this as our problem. 
And it's not just our problem. It's not just the United States problem. It's the world's problem. So my message to anyone, to everyone, is to draw closer to Jesus. Read about the Bible, read the Bible and know more of it of his word. For God is the real truth of this world full of conspiracies. Enough said. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Please feel free to comment and share. And if you feel led to give a donation, I gratefully appreciate your support. And I leave you with this word from Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Enough said.